0: Like this game time energy you got, was You come in hot.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. I'm hey, ready.
0: <laughs> right into the starting light up. Talk about let's go. Uh, but we got another treat. Not just Wozni Lambry. Excuse me, Lambrey. Excuse me. We. Who got else? Israel, hey. <laughs> is Miami's own. It's me. All right. Yeah. It would have been a lot more fun to have the New Yorker and the Miamian after Miami closed this series out, that would have been a lot right, more right. fun. I'm shocked that you guys extended it, but we'll get to that. This is Debatable. I'm Dominique If You know who they are, because I told you already. Alabaster. What
2: would have been fun, Dominique, is if Pablo was still here and we can make fun of him about those sorry sixers. So
0: <laughs> why exactly do we need Pablo to be here to make fun of him? Right? Oh, that's true. It just would have felt better to yeah, see his face true.
3: cry a little I'll, bit.
0: I'll FaceTime him later. All right, Alabaster, what you got?
3: All right, guys, uh, did the 76ers blow their chance to win this series against the Celtics?
0: Yeah, it feels like it. It sure feels like it. Like the Celtics were atrocious for much of this game. They were doing all the things that anyone who watches the Celtics gets annoyed by. Like Jason Tatum was taking difficult long-range shots that weren't going in. Uh, Jalen Brown was getting stripped every time he tried to dribble the ball <laughs> amongst other basketball players. Marcus Smart was taking shots early in the shot clock. It was all the things that you expect. And somehow at the end of the game, Jason Tatum woke up and took over. What do you think, Izzy?
2: I'm just so curious. Like, So you've got an Austin team on your home floor with their best player, I wouldn't say melting down, but just looking at the numbers, like not performing, right? Because there's a difference between guys who have like choked under pressure and you can mm-hmm. see it happening. they just missing. And I think Jason was just missing. I don't think he, he'd been through this before. He'd struggled in the finals. It wasn't all collapsing on him. So I thought he was okay. But you have that happening in your home floor. And the Sixers look like the panicked team. <laughs> like Joel and James Harden didn't know what they were doing exactly. Like... And look, I went back and started looking at some of Joel's numbers in, I would say big series, but he's only been to the second round, in second round series uh, <laughs> that he's performed. And man, he has not been good in some of these mm-hmm. important games. Like you go back to him against, uh, man, there was a couple of, you go back to him against the, the, Raptors, the Hawks, the a Hawks. team that they beat in seven games, the Hawks. Uh, I'm sorry. The Hawks beat them. Remember that year that the Hawks beat them guys. Against- those last two games, he had eight turnovers apiece in those last two games. Okay, last year against Miami, yes, he had a broken face, but he came back and was bad. He was bad against them in those last couple of games, and frankly, um, in those games against uh, Toronto and 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 Kawhi, the very last game, six for eighteen, a uh, bunch of turn four turnovers in that game. So. I'm wondering if Joel, like that's the one thing that was going through my head. Which one of these two guys is going to get that reputation for not coming up big in big games? Tatum closed out huge, 16 mm-hmm. points in the fourth quarter, four threes, and just further proof that he was just kind of missing early on. But Embiid, even though he's hitting some of those mid-range stuff, like even toward the end of just kind of hanging out on the perimeter, the last game where it seemed like Boston was just kind of hand, like was was uh, before James James Harden my sort man of.
0: I can't he's bad. I mean, he's just been in bad, he's I mean, been bad in those moments, wondering if
2: he's just No, I'm wondering if he just does he's not himself. Let's put right. it that way. He is not yeah. himself. I mean, he's not calm up. in those situations. Uh, he seems like he's flustered and I would I would say that a guy who's never gotten past the second round and is really nervous about it and has won the MVP, I think he yeah, I think it gets in his head told. and I think he's he's kind of joking a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard to say that the Sixers didn't blow this one. Um, They played well enough, especially defensively, um, to beat this team tonight. Uh, To to Dominique's point, I don't think Joel Embiid was bad because if you watch the Celtics offense, who was – actually bad horrible um in moments there were times where they just didn't want to look at the basket and those few times where they were brave enough to take it in and try to score on Embiid he was just swallowing everything whole it was kind of crazy to watch guys like Tatum and Brown just not even want to try layups try floaters try anything In the vicinity of Joel. So they just settled for jump shot, jump shot, jump shot, jump shot. And a lot of them heavily contested. I think they played well enough defensively uh, to win the game. I thought they had some nice things going on offense, especially in the third quarter uh, where they had they would just isolate and beat on the block. Mm -hmm. excuse me, on the left baseline. And he would just straight up dare a defender to come. If they came and helped, he'd whip it out really quickly. He was abusing Horford. Mm -hmm. Uh, Robert Williams couldn't do anything with him. He hit a a bunch of his nice little 12-footers, pull-ups that he likes to take. But this is the disadvantage of having a big guy as your best offensive player at the end of the game. They can't just take the ball at 30 feet and start creating. Somebody has to get them the rock. That's for some
2: reason, Joel's hanging out. 28 feet like it wasn't like before in the fourth quarter where he's there on Mm -hmm. the elbow catching it and then going to work and getting that little jump it was uh, it it just seemed weird and like I'm going to give him credit for defensively just for being who he is that's why they were afraid to put up those shots but it wasn't like he was just absolutely dominating this game for any stretch outside of a little bit you know in that third quarter maybe on the defensive end but 26 on 9 of 19 shooting with four turnovers that's not what you want in a closeout game from the MVP. And I understand, you know, his knee, whatever, but yeah. I mean, he's done it. He did it in the last game or, or the game before. And so I, to me, it was a very disappointing performance from him. And that's not even looking at James Harden uh, as four for 16 and 0 for 6 from three. But you kind of expect that his knee whatever right
0: you're going going to hit the seven foot super athlete with his knee whatever like i i guess maybe i'm grading on the curve because his knee with whatever does feel like a real deal to me and it does feel like he's laboring he does not look like himself Giving all those caveats, like it's hard for me to pin this one on Joel Embiid. I hate that your center is the is supposed to be your closer. That's why James Harden's there. So mm-hmm. if we want to blame somebody, we can look at James Harden or or Maxi because those like it's just the way basketball is played toward the ends of the game when all your sets have been figured out. Now it's time for your best player to be your best player, and rarely. I can't remember much in history, even in the days of Shaq, but mostly because he couldn't shoot free throws. Nobody's looking at that last possession like, hey, let's get it to the big fella. On the block, they're looking at the guards to make something happen. So, yeah, I, I am going to have some sympathy for his knee, whatever, because he's really big and it seems like it hurts, and that brace is That hip man had 67
2: points it. the last two games, and he got to the line 26 times the last two games. His knee, whatever, <laughs> was fine in those two games. It should have been fine enough in this game. And so, look, I, I understand everything. Like
0: Israel, there's the toughest just I know.
2: <laughs> he just. That's- there's just something you can watch the guys play and you know that there's just something off about them. They're, they're reacting over overreacting to things. They're not getting to their spots. They're panicking. It just early on in this game, you saw that from Joel. And then he got into that rhythm. He got into a little bit of rhythm. They got in the ball. It's just a little mid range. It's money every single time. It just didn't keep happening, and I don't think that's necessarily a Joel thing. It's probably more of a team thing. But if I'm Joel Embiid and I'm the MF and MVP, like I am standing on that elbow and I am demanding the ball. I don't care what the play call is. It's not going to start with me at 27 feet. It's going to start with me there, and I'm gonna. And like you said, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a play call. Just get me the ball. Do we all think they're they're done for real?
1: No, No. it's the Boston Celtics. Come on. (laughs) I mean, you can't think this team is done against the Celtics. Uh, The Celtics have not buried a single opponent in this run. It's just not the nature of this team. They just don't go out and kill people. Even the super limited Brooklyn Nets last year during their finals run the the uh point differential of that series was that of a seven game series right mm-hmm. like it's not like they blew the doors off the nets um to sweep them or whatever it was uh I last they sweep year them. That 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 was that wasn't some like, oh, we just kicked their butts up and down the court every single game. So no, I don't think they're over. But to, to Izzy's to, to more Dominique's point, I understand what Izzy's saying. It's like, and B, you're big enough, you're good enough, you have enough perimeter skills that you don't need to catch the ball three feet away to make something happen. At the end of the day, man, um, guys like James Harden, who have been in the NBA forever, Doc Rivers, who's supposed to be some great head coach, <laughs> they got to at, at a certain point designed some calm these guys down um and and make this happen for Joel right like at a certain point somebody has to grab the reins of this game and to be fair guys were airballing shots you know PJ Tucker my man I love PJ Tucker and if they're gonna have him out there he has to take those shots but he bricked all of them
0: y'all all all just scared of PJ Tucker I've never heard anybody player (laughs) media or anybody I've never heard anyone ever criticize PJ Tucker without first saying hey I I love Love, love, love P.J. Tucker. I want Cause him in, in a hard. box hole Cause with me. Because he plays hard. Because he However, plays hard. He <laughs> plays Tucker hard. Got the best, like got uh, the best PR people in the in the industry because he is intimidating, I think. It's not just the media. It's also the players. I've never seen a player not say they love P.J. Tucker. Yeah, no, I, I criticize
2: love by, by the way, by the way,
0: I, I love P.J. Tucker, too, just so y'all
2: know. I criticize him without P. saying I love them, but it was the criticism was his pregame uh, shorts are too short. <laughs> like <they're too> short.
0: <laughs> just a little I bit used to major. shoot around and
2: some longer ones. Um, I got a question for you guys. You guys remember Robert Williams, by the way, uh, the, the Boston thing, just the last note on that. I remember when that used to be a tough place to play. Like now all mm-hmm. I can remember is guys going in there and dominating in big games braun wow. and butler, uh Joel wow. mp e. jay martin like
1: yeah. that steph, steph curry oh my goodness wow oh, steph, steph, right. steph. Yeah. wow yeah. is he is, 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 is he doing his miami thing is this Already. what's happening right it here He's it's a miami it situation okay um yeah I, 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 I mean i don't want to say that, that
2: producer, the producer of the show agreed with me that jimmy butler is significantly better than jason tatum and it's not close he is. i
1: don't but think that's i don't be. think that's debatable He's way better no. than Jason Tatum in the playoffs. That's you. that's not a thing. <laughs> that just happened.
0: That really? just happened. I, I mean, I feel like that opinion just became something that was acceptable. I think if you look at um, Butler's numbers, maybe you could argue that it was before this playoff run. It would have been true, but nobody would have said that <laughs> before I, a month ago.
1: I would say since 2019, which um, the, his last season with the 76ers, there's never been a playoffs that Jason Tatum was a better player than Jimmy Butler
0: agreed yeah i mean i I think you're right i'm just saying i don't know that people would have said that if it wasn't for that 50 point game that he had in this this general run and also they wouldn't
2: have said that for the uh, except for the fact that he keeps proving it over and over again so
1: (laughs) Monty Dominique, if if tatum was playing like at least a little bit below what his mvp caliber season has been you'd be like well yo mvp-ish adjacent-ish kind of player at his age is incredible but he's
0: way below his regular season standard.
2: i, was, I got a question yeah, for you. He's been what,
0: so bad at the beginning of all these games anyway. Sorry about that.
2: Right. No, no, no. It's fine. In the beginning of games, he's been bad, right? But my question is, what is his go-to shot? What is Jason Tatum's that's, signature shot slash shot move? Shot
1: from the left wing, eh? <laughs> it's, it's kind of a shot fake step back, which is not a good... But it's
2: almost always a three, right? Yeah. And that's not yeah, the option you way. want late in
1: games. It feels that way. And and like I'm watching this game, and I'm like, there's no shot that exists that Jason Tatum can just get the ball and get to against any competent one-on-one defender. He's not going to get to the rack. Sometimes he gets all the way to the rack and his body control is yes. like. He wants to keep like, his
2: arms long so that they swipe for the ball and maybe foul him. But that's about all he's got when he's going to the basket. he He's
1: like that wind monster thing outside of my barbershop. <laughs> Whenever he gets to the basket, <laughs> oh. that's what it looks like. They're just knocking him off of his square. And when he throws, he's literally just throwing it up.
0: Right. So, to,
2: he used to post up more. Like he used to have that Kobe part of
0: his game. Right. Did
2: they just not do that anymore with Missoula?
0: I just, I just want to. Um, we not may not have the picture ready, so maybe they'll have to put this in on post. And I think Jason Tatum's arms are what David Dennis wishes his arms look like, but <laughs> Niang is actually what Davis Dennis's <laughs> arms look like. The minivan George Niang. (laughs) Somebody was at the game with a bang, bang, Niang Niang sign. And I had just determined that they must just come to the game with a bunch of signs. Right. (laughs) I mean, nobody is like, I'm going to make my one sign and it's going to be a Niang.
1: Everybody needs a niche, Dominique. You should know that. Um uh, oh, yeah, working I do. in media. We all need a niche. And apparently, Niang fandom is that niche for certain Philadelphia Sixers fans. It's
0: like that's fair. It's like I want to get on TV, but if I have a, a Tatum <laughs> sign, then it's gonna be 13 other signs I'm competing with. Yeah. I just gotta hope Niang gets high in the third, baby, and I'm gonna hold up my bang bang sign.
2: <laughs> I got one question because I see the check mark pushing us along. Um can Robert Williams still jump? <laughs> Is he still okay? Because like I remember last year, he was on one good leg, yeah. blocking shots from the corner, like just coming out of the paint and going Zion on people and blocking a three-pointer or at least contesting it, and now he, he's not. He's just not getting. Yeah, up he like just that.
1: doesn't feel as intimidating. Um, I thought the the, the decision to insert him into the sm- starting lineup was a smart one because mm-hmm. they were getting smoked on defense, specifically by just simple Joel Embiid, James Harden pick and rolls. They were just getting the best shots on planet Earth in a pivotal playoff game and so i thought it was smart to bring him in but yeah he he's not as imposing as he was last year there were moments against golden state where he was making all the difference um obviously they ended up losing the series but he hasn't been that impactful not in this playoffs not yet anyway
0: yeah boy save joe mazula's job he'd have lost that game (laughs) hard to stay in town all right what you got alabaster
3: all right guys uh so out west Andrew Wiggins has fractured rib cartilage. Anthony Davis was wheelchaired out of a game with a bump to the head that's not been ruled a concussion. So going into game six, are you still confident that the
0: Lakers will win this series? Hell no. Confident? Hell no, I'm not um, a D it's all it comes down to Ad, any team that you talk about. If they are without their best player, then no, I'm not confident. I know that it seems like he's going to play and I'm not here to, to laugh at him for being uh, street clothes and hurt all the time. Although, I'm not gonna get in the way of Chuck and, and Shaq making me giggle, but it's it's unfortunate what happened to him. It's a fluke thing, but it doesn't feel like a fluke when it's always the same guy. So like, I, it's hard for me to be super confident in the version that we're gonna get. He was wobbly and I don't know, like I, I it didn't look like a super hard hit, but you mess with your brain, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I was very confident. And also the Corgi said, nah, the Corgi said we going out the directions. <laughs> So I, I just
2: learned podcast. about this Corgi who's predicting he's a very niche Corgi. Like he's just predicting <laughs> this series. That's it. <laughs> I guess. That's it. And What's so that? he picked, did he pick the Warriors for game? I, he I picked the Warriors happened?
1: to come back in th- from three to one. Wow. Yep. They got him predicting the whole thing. Wow. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, pr- pr- he picked okay. the trajectory of the series, not just the winner, but like, yeah, they're going to go down three, one and the Lakers are gonna you know they're gonna give Steph his vengeance and let him have his 3-1 back but what I do want to say about the question was that still would imply that I ever felt confident that the Lakers were gonna win this series um at the same time I think at home uh I think they'll probably get a better whistle and I think that'll make all the difference like how the refs call the contact in the series because The Lakers are the much bigger, more physical team. So if Golden State's not allowed to just foul them, it's going to be hard for them to guard them going downhill in the painted areas. And, you know, look, the refs are human. I I feel like while they were in San Francisco and the amount of hemming and hawing Warriors fans have been doing about Foul discrepancy, even though they're the 30th best free throw shooting team in the league and the Lakers are number one, Um, and then both teams are just, you know, upholding their standard, Um, I think the refs might have got influenced by that, and in LA, I think it'll be different.
0: I'm I'm sorry, maybe I'm just a, a dumb basketball fan, I know what clutch minutes are. But how do you determine a clutch playoff game? What is what is the definition of that, or is that just Ooh. a stat that we made up? I, under I mean, I
3: five points with under oh, five minutes left. Oh, games that
0: go into oh, yeah. clutch Oh, situations. got you, got you, got you. I thought we were we were projecting that this was a clutch game, and I'm just stuck. <laughs> like, all right, so what defines a clutch game? Is it just the odd games. Game? Listen, One, three, five, and seven. Those <laughs> are the clutch ones. Dominique,
1: <laughs> I feel you because we all got PTSD from the clutch gene era. I like oh, we're man. all still reeling from would, the uh, the stupidity oh, and God. ridiculous that was the questioning of lebron james oh, playoff gosh, medal. was
0: ridiculous it i was once crazy. told that guy that the
2: clutch gene was not a thing and i was never back on the show <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor career decision on your part izzy
2: <laughs>
3: i shouldn't have done it a lot there
0: don't you steer us back to the topic let us you know, Leander,
3: well up? didn't we just do a whole topic about how joel Embiid doesn't have the clutch gene <laughs> That's exactly we just, we just did it without
0: saying clutch gene. We so did.
1: see, I would never say Joel b doesn't have the clutch gene. I would I just that say PTSD. that this I think that there's something about playoff defenses in the half court that make him way less effective than he is in the regular season. I don't think that he's necessarily playing less than what his standard is. I think the standard in the playoffs on offense. Are much higher. It's just way harder to score. I think when you see guys like, say, I don't know, a Nikola Jokic in the playoffs score against any defense, no matter Mm -hmm. what, I think that says something about his offensive game and the way Mm -hmm. that it translates and travels. I, I just don't think Joel's, as an offensive player, specifically, I don't think he can be as dominant as he is um,
0: right, in the regular season. I'm, I'm going to need you to stop because you're trying to get us all fired <laughs> right now. We got we got a Lakers topic and somehow we are not That's talking right. about the Lakers. It's like, goodness, That's right. man. We That's got right. LeBron and the Lakers and we still, and Alabaster sending us back to the previous topic. No, We're no, like, no.
2: It's Alabaster. I, I, I have to defend myself against Alabaster because I will okay. not say that I used the clutch gene you argument. You did. You just uh, explained for, without saying it what I'm saying about Joel Embiid, if we want to get to the source of it, I think he has been in this organization for too long. I think he has been failed over and over again, and I think his teammates have failed him over and over again to where he gets to the point where he's just like, if I don't do all this by myself, we're not going to win, so get me the damn ball, uh, and he starts freaking out. Fair. I mean, it's it's not it's not clutch, Gene. It's just he's just, tr- I'm, I guess, trying to do too much, but really it's just he's been failed, and he just wants to
0: do it all himself. That's I hate, to, I hate to, to tell you this right now, Izzy, but... Alabaster edits the show, so that, <laughs> he just he just gonna have you out there looking like you said the clutch gene was a thing. So I, okay. to answer the the Lakers' question, I was extremely confident that the Lakers are going to win this series when they were up three one, and it only took <laughs> one game, one chop to the face for me to lose all my confidence because at that point I was like, I'm watching these games, I do not see a way that they can win, that the Warriors can win three in a row. But then I was like, yeah, they won one game. And now, let's say AD is not full strength. That explains how they win two games. And then we got a game seven. And yeah. you know what they do in game sevens. They throw out the record books and nothing matters. And you just go out there and ball. Anything can happen. Then we're dealing with with NFL playoffs. So we're dealing with um, NCAA tournament odds at that point where the better team doesn't necessarily win. So I think it was hard for me to imagine them getting to a game seven now that i can see a path to a game seven i feel a whole lot less confident about all of this so it's all on how bad joel or excuse me how well ad can play in this upcoming game
2: to me though game four sort of ruined all that all that possibility because i saw what it looked like for them to get what they wanted essentially out of steph and still not be able to come through and you know whether it be the one-on-one versus AD late, whether it be draymond's turnovers and lebron reading the plays and announcing the plays before they happen like it it doesn't feel like they have that magic left in them um against this team who again knows them well has a great defender in the middle and you know a couple good per, uh, perimeter defenders and so um, Am I putting it past the Warriors? No, but, like, I don't know what confidence level is. Like, I'm more than – if it's a pie chart, I'm, like, 51 to 55, like, whatever, a little bit more than half like percent this. confident that the Lakers will win it. But it's just like, you know, when a team's at a 98% chance of winning a game oh, and then man. they lose it, well, they so, just lost it. I mean, so it the, happens. The man so, doesn't I, I will, believe will, in clutch
0: genes, but he's coming out here with the 98%. No, that is such a sports, a sports TV cliche, too. Anyways. I will say no,
1: this, though. If the Warriors are without – um, Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins that is very close to a death blow yeah. Um, to all that the, th- the things they want to do defensively and offensively because one on defense outside of Draymond there's just no athletic wing that they're comfortable playing yeah. Kerr doesn't like Kaminga in the playoffs mm-hmm. so he's not playing and so Wiggins a is wiggins is huge on the boards wiggins is the guy that's guarding lebron on an island wiggins is a lot he's switching out onto guys when he needs to he's giving rim protection when he's being asked to like he does a lot for them on defense and then on offense he's a guy who will make an open shot will create one-on-one is you know somebody who finishes well in transition like he's their only bit of like actual athleticism elite NBA athleticism and so if he's not playing man whoo that's that's crazy how little
2: Steph needs around him like he needs a competent defender and shooter you know Draymond Green obviously disrupts right no no Draymond Green disrupts everything he's a killer he's you know but you don't really need Gary Payton the second is your answer in the starting lineup a six foot what four guard it's just like just don't screw it up just don't mess it up for him and Draymond just had one of those games in the last one where he kind of messed it up for him two games ago just think about this
1: though sorry to interrupt just think about this think about how the Warriors looked for 25 games without Andrew Wiggins in the regular season (laughs) that's all that's all you need to know about what his absence might mean for this game
0: I I didn't have any great analysis. It just dawned on me that we are all um, incredibly worried about AD's brain when he kind of got chopped in the eye. But wasn't it two games ago when Draymond's whole head bounced off the ground like a basketball? He ain't going to protocol or nothing. (laughs) <laughs> like, that
2: was crazy to me nobody was talking about uh, he's holding the back of his head yeah. walking off the floor and it's just like no just get right back in there I like what happens in a football exactly. game exactly that's Come
0: all on. to say I laughed with Bomani about this uh this morning just about how differently we feel about concussions depending on where exactly they happen yeah. like if we if you see somebody get knocked out in a street fight oh it's all good the yeah, internet right. is having jokes you see somebody get knocked out of the boxing match you better get up you get somebody yeah. get knocked out in football though we all clutch our pearls and i'm guilty no, of it too fair. football it's we fair. like
1: oh it's <laughs> fair also i think draymond he's got that pig skin in him dominique he's yeah, got hey. a lot of
0: football players hey him. hey hey i seen that <laughs> tape either he was out of position or he, he don't got no football player in him. That man was running the raggediest tight end (laughs) route at Michigan State. Them things was raggedy.
1: You couldn't have Homer Simpson. Wow! <laughs> wow! Route running hate. This is this is new levels of Draymond hate.
2: Uh, i love Draymond. Oh, you're he right. Has I not get in and it.
3: out of you're his right. breaks yeah,
2: fluid I mean,
1: enough. With wow.
2: breaks, Dominique, I'm going to send you tape of me running my favorite route, which is a post corner. See if uh, you can give me tips say, on nah,
0: it. you look like you get so open every time. Routes, every yeah. time looks sharp. Anyway, Draymond Green's routes were were round and soft like David Dennis's shoulders. It's just an inside joke for me and David Dennis, that's all.
2: All right. Soft shoulders and
0: really long, wavy arms. Is that what he has? I'll show you the picture. Okay. Actually, I don't have to show you. He posted it on the internet for us all to see. Alabaster, what's next? You know,
3: I, I, it was a sled selfie too, Is he? You're sitting on a, sled, a weighted sled. Like I don't know, I don't know. It's worth it's worth sending it to Izzy. But anyway, what's the question? Um, last one. Uh do you think Jalen Brunson will have anything left after playing all 48 minutes in game
0: five against Izzy's beloved Heat? I don't I do not want to get in the way of this. Uh, I don't know which one of you guys want to start.
3: Go for it, Waz. It's
2: it's a, it's a nick question. Yeah. It's not a heat question.
1: I, I, I mean I think you'll have stuff left in the tank. It's just it's hard to say whether this will be enough. Like, just think about what it took. Can we equip <laughs> Quinn Grimes freaking hyper extended his knee, got a gutsy steal, like one of the most incredible defensive toughness plays I've ever seen in my life got the ball back, whatever, Tim still left him out there. Like, to me that just speaks mm. to the desperation of the team that's yeah. involved. They are desperate. And the, the idea that Quentin Grimes is a 48 minute player for this team shows you that like, they don't really have much left to throw it out at the Heat. I think even in this game, game five, which they managed to um, not throw away at the end, where they're forgetting the entire reason for being of Duncan Robinson, it's like guys, the white boys out there to shoot. Like exactly. it just shouldn't be hard <laughs> to understand um, the fact that they still couldn't even figure that out. I don't think that bodes well for them going forward in the series.
0: I saw my man Dunky shoot a runner, and I was like, No, don't do that, Dunky. Don't <laughs> do that, Dunky. Get, get your ass back out there behind the arc, bro. His yep. season was going so
1: bad, he had to stop potting. It's it yeah. like, he just quit the pod. He was like, yeah, I'm off of this pod. I, if I Duncan
2: is just, he's I, hit rock bottom, and he's just playing with absolutely no nerves. It's I like, what? Him. I'm out here. Let's just do it. Let's shoot this runner. Bang. Um, Quinton Grimes, 10 minutes in game one, 26 minutes in game two, 22 minutes in game three, 42 minutes in game four, all 48 in game five. This is the Tibbs option is Jeez. just go and... Like, every time I think That's of Tibbs, insane. like Kevin Harlan, like, with no regard for human life because he does <laughs> not have any. It's just whatever I need to win this thing. And, yeah, they just don't have enough. Like, Jalen Brunson, I said this from right. the beginning of the series, like the Miami Heat. Is not going to let a five eleven guard beat you. Five eleven. Oh and sneakers, my goodness! They're just not going to let him beat you. I the, mean, he's the complete
1: I, dismissal
2: yeah. of. I of, love of, him. I love him, but he's not going. He's got. He needs help, like and his him. help is you know, dude who shoots step back threes with eighteen seconds left on the on the shot clock. Like they're yeah, just not going to be disciplined Julius enough. Wendell. You know, R.J. Barrett can have a game and they'll win a game. You know, if everything else is right. You know, Quentin Grimes can have a game and they'll win a game, but consistently not good enough, um, and. I say all that, and I have, like, again, it's the same level of confidence 51% that the Heat's going to win. To be clear. I've seen way too many times the Heat lose terrible games at home this season. And I know the playoffs are supposedly different, but look at the shooting in this series. It's to be clear, to I, it's I would back like to. What to- it was.
0: To make sure that you're clear about, not only does he have a guy who shoots step back threes, he has an all NBA forward to help him. So he's got a lot of help there. No, the all, all, it's the same oh, person. It's the same person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh really? <laughs> is it the same
2: person? If that man played in Indiana or any other you know city wow. outside of New York, he would not wow. be all NBA third team. Wow. And he would not be compared to Chris Bosh, which is the, the utmost <laughs> disrespect
1: last year. Get out of here. Izzy, he, he you are um verging on my level of disdain for a lot of um julius Randle's game especially in the playoffs but you know he's what they have though right mm-hmm. they can't play ob top in 40 minutes at the Ford. it's just untenable defensively and again Another guy. Defensive. How about offensively? Whew, Another guy, open. Dominique, who I love, right? I'm an Obi Toppin fan. I love, love him. <laughs> I love him. love him. However, you're But yeah, defensively, he's just not in, you know, he's not an offensive hub either.
0: I gotta say, I'm a little surprised that you two, one from New York and one from Miami, neither of you is, is, has any confidence in either of the teams from the places where you reside or used to reside. Can we get this and, straight and for and a, a second, home. Dominique? Yes, I please, am straight
2: up. I mean, this is no offense to my man. I am not Parakeet Cortez. Like oh, yeah. I am an established journalist for <laughs> right. 23 years in the business who happens to live in the city where one of the greatest NBA teams play. That does not make me a major homer. I just spit the truth okay. and happen to give it a little bit more attention if it needs it, but it's not Homerism, okay, to say Bam yes, bio has been sort of, I, look, I, I think he's been he's been slandered, and I think people need to take that back with Bam. I, I, the idea that you want to trade him for anybody that can score, it's just mind boggling no, because you don't no. really understand that it's not always greener on the other side when you've got a guy who is willing to do everything for you, everything for you on the defensive end, And he's not even a great rebounder. Look what he's done these last couple games, just working his off to get these boards because that's what they need from him. I think he's been getting a lot of crap lately, and people need to apologize to Bam Adebayo when he gets to the conference finals. Uh,
0: On behalf of people, I'm sorry, Bam. You deserve more love, I guess. Coming from an objective
2: journalist who is not a (laughs) homerun whatsoever. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, this is the... It feels like we all agree that this, I was expecting that one of you would say that this was a series of consequence um, that there's a chance. I, I, every time I want to like write both these teams off, I then look at the fact no. that the winner of this is going to have to play the Celtics or the 76ers. And to be fair, I don't have any confidence in those teams either. They just have you, better you players. Can. I have a ton yeah. of
2: confidence in Miami Heat game planning against anybody, but I have confidence in them game planning against Joel Embiid. And yeah, I do think that everything is happening the way it's supposed to because the Miami Heat tomorrow after the game against the Knicks will be the first team to make it to the conference finals, as it should be.
1: All right, this <laughs> is—he's killing me.
0: I, I, Objectivity I, I was, here.
1: I will say this: um, I, I, I'm—I have a bias in the sense that I thought the Knicks were going to lose in five games the last round. I never really had a huge confidence in this group. I, I think they've been playing above their heads this entire postseason, to be honest, and that they've even forced this to go to a game six. Um, just want to repeat a stat that I saw that since Tibbs. Um, became a coach, there have been six NBA series where the team with home court lost in five games. Tibbs has lost three of those. Wow. <laughs> okay. He's authored he three of those. He and Rivers
2: have
0: that, some very special and playoff damn numbers. damn
1: near turned four where the team with home court advantage lost in 5 games. But, you know, I think they'll come out and they'll play hard and they'll give it a go, but they're just so much worse than the Heat to
0: me. So, we got um, my-
1: specifically in half court offense and so I don't think they they got much to 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 it's offer
0: because Normally, the more talented the team in the NBA is better, and I don't think that we look at Miami as like an uber talented team, but I do think that Miami is much better. So, we all got Miami advancing mm-hmm. at the nearest opportunity.
2: I have a tips question. Um He's got no, to he be. He does not
0: have any regard for human life or their knee cartilage.
2: <laughs> well, what's the deal with the hair? Because he's got to use more <laughs> gel, like per thirty-six strands of hair, than anybody else in the league. Like that's a lot of gel to keep. Like, does Man. it float? Does it move that much? If he doesn't plaster that thing down, or I'm sorry, those you know few strands down or
1: what yeah he might need to go to istanbul i got a couple of homies that told <laughs> that me turkey? in turkey they've sort of they yeah perfected the hair replacement joint tips he's rich enough he he should probably just go spend a couple weeks in turkey i heard it's beautiful i've never been to istanbul but i heard it's a great time so he needs to go down there and and, and get that hair replacement. in turkey
0: yeah, I, I would not suggest anybody go to Turkey. I've seen them transplant videos, too, and I've heard Turkey is beautiful also. But uh, that's where Erdogan is, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he be I wildin'. Mean, you he know, be wildin'.
1: He, he hasn't gone his Cancer. Tibbs hasn't. He's good. I think he's straight. I don't think they they put a fatwa on him yet.
2: Yeah. He's got to go. he <laughs> just got to say a few bad things about Enos Cancer. He'll be in and out. He'll be fine.
3: <laughs> What's up, Alabaster? So, Izzy, are we saying... Heat and six against either the Celtics or the 76ers in the next round against a soft, <laughs> bummish team. who so have more talent, but are going to get ground into dust by the gritty Miami Heat. Is that where yeah. we're
2: going? Depends Great. on the squad. If it's the Sixers, I got Heat and six. If it's the Celtics, I got Heat and seven. Jimmy's going to go hit that big three on their floor oh, to nice. win. Lots
3: of fun.
1: Yeah, I think they beat the Sixers um, for sure. I, I just have no no faith in James Harden, who I've nicknamed the Redeemer, because every time I diss him, he has a great game, but then he ends, he follows it up with two more <laughs> terrible games, thereby redeeming my take. Um, oh my I think he's, I think he's way better. I think they're gonna be, they're way better equipped to deal with um, Philadelphia. The Celtics, I think, will beat them eventually in a long, drawn out, sloppily played at time <laughs> series. I think the Celtics will inevitably get back to the NBA Finals.
2: Uh, Tyler Hero might be better. Back in the conference finals, though. I'm just hearing some things. Late in mean, the conference finals. Is that, maybe, is that gonna help you know? Is that, I mean, is that a good yeah, thing? in the bubble? He did well against the Celtics. So I, <laughs> yo, this you know,
1: guy he is kind of owns Marcus
2: Smart a little bit.
1: <laughs> Izzy, man. Izzy got a lot of Mike Ryan in him, man. I'm telling you, boy, <laughs>
2: oh, This is crazy. Gosh, I have to, I have to play this part when I come on this show because it's been, you know, it's, it's just part. been sort of made for me and I'm prepared for it. I'm equipped. <laughs> well, well you. thank
0: you. Thank you for being a key character on this midday soap opera that we call Debatable. You are the star of today's episode, Izzy. Midday. I appreciate it.
2: it is 10.52 p.m. I am no, it's tired not. as it's, hell.
0: It's noon. It's noon, and we might need you to stay up depending on how this other game goes so we can record something about that and tap it on, tag it onto the front. Somebody gotta stay up with me. Somebody gotta stay up with me. Alabaster, anybody?